here I am in your life, here you are in mine, and welcome to the greatest sweet life of Zach and Cody podcast on the internet. I don't know if that's true, but we're going to go ahead and roll with it like it is. Uh, this is Trouble at the Tipped in a podcast where we, where we watch and recap every episode of the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow host, Tyler. Tyler, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Not bad. We just did the last episode to peek mm-hmm. behind the curtains. So, so I'm still at my mother's house. Yes, I'm still doing very well. So there's not much really to talk about <laughs> because we talked about it last episode. Uh, <laughs> so today... We are watching episode four of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, season one, episode four, Hotel Inspector. It originally aired on April 1st, 2005, directed by Henry Chan and written by Mark Flanagan. Uh, so we're going to go ahead really quickly because I forgot to do this beforehand. And we're going to take a look at uh, this writer and director combo really quick on IMDb. So let's look at Henry Chan first. Uh, I'm looking for anything on here. I'm looking for anything on here. Uh, Big Time Rush. He did some Big Time Rush. He was on the Fresh Beat Band. Okay, I remember uh, them. He was on Phil of the Future, or he did Phil of the Future. He directed some episodes. Directed some Lizzie McGuire. Directed some stuff. Yeah, so, you know. Oh, he did King some King of Queens? Man. King of Queens. What an old show that my mother watched. Uh... Danny Callis, the writer for this episode, wrote, uh, oh, executive producer on... Wait, King of Queens is with uh, the mall cop guy, right? Mall, yeah, Paul Paul Blart, that guy. Yeah, him. I don't remember Paul, his real Paul name. Blart, mall cop, Paul, Paul Blart, mall cop. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, yes, he was on that show. Um, my mother watched it a lot. She really liked it. Uh... Danny Callis, the writer for this, was an exec producer on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and on Sweet Life on Deck. And he's an exec producer on The Sweet Life of uh, Karan and Kabir. Oh, okay. Karan and Kabir. Uh, He also exec produced on... Oh, he was a supervising producer, an executive producer, and a regular producer on Who's the Boss? um, Which I only know about by its reference from Community. I wonder if there's a Koran and Kabir podcast. Uh, can Mike up. can start one. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how that show works. I'm actually a little interested. If it's like straight up adaptation, like power, or if it's like we took the premise and we adapted it, or if it's like we took the episodes and we adapted them. I don't know. It's way shorter. It's like 50 episodes. That's still a good amount of the first mm-hmm. series, you know? Yeah. Like maybe a little over half of it. Uh, All right, so those are our writers and our directors for this episode. Well, writer and director. Uh, Because I bring this up, I find it interesting to bring up. The production code for this was 107, so it was the seventh episode that they shot. Okay. Uh, So they shot this a little bit later and put it towards the top. I believe the next episode, episode five, was going to be the pilot. Uh, So when we get to that. So... Tyler, what do you remember from this episode of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? I've seen the thumbnail of this episode. I mm-hmm. remember some aspects of the health inspector thing, but I, in particular, remember the actor who plays the health inspector. Yes, me too. Because she is in a show I watched a lot as a child. She plays Hilda Spellman in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my god. 
So she's one of the aunts. Wait a second. Tyler. What's up? She was the voice of the mom in Phineas and Ferb. Mm hmm. She was Linda. Wow. Wow. Man, the things we find out on this show. God, wait. No, hang on a second. This isn't right. I'm sorry. Tangent. Phineas and Ferb did not start in 2007. It did. It did not. It did. It, it's very It's very old. What? Phineas and Ferb actually beats Zack and Cody for the longest running show. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So, like, did only a couple episodes air in 2007? Dude, what is this? <laughs> I did not realize Phineas and Ferb was so long ago. Oh, yeah. I'm having so many feelings right now. So, yeah, that's all That's all I've got before we watch the episode. You got anything you want to talk about before we get into it? Uh, no. I, I think... I think if anything, Mr. Mosby is going to be especially good in this episode. Ooh, I want some good Mosby. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It sounds like something to be like a him episode for sure. I want some good Mosby and I want some good Esteban. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe the two of them might have something going on in this episode. I'd be really excited to find out. I would have said that like, because the thing is we haven't met most of the like larger hotel cast yet. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll meet some of them. I don't think we meet Arwen yet, and I don't think we meet the concierge lady yet, but I know that they're, like, characters on the show. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get some of that. Maybe we'll get some some of that in this episode. So if you guys are new here, I'm just going to throw this out here really quick because I'm trying to do this at the beginning of shows. I, I just want to throw out that you guys can follow this show on Twitter at Triple at Tipton. All right, and let's get into the episode. And so please join us as we check into the Tipton to watch The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And we're back. We just watched episode four, Hotel Inspector of the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. We watch this on Disney Plus is what we wanted to start bringing up where we watch the show. Yes. We watch on Disney Plus, so it's there. And I'm sure there's DVDs or something you can get. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's only DVDs. I don't know if they... Yeah, I no Blu-rays. way there's on Blu-ray. No way. <laughs> I d- highly doubt it. So, what'd you think of the episode? Really quick. Uh, it was a really good episode. Uh, I agree. I don't care too much about the B-plot, which is... Uh, the dog party. Yeah. Because it's, it's barely there. Yeah. I, I really like the A-plot with the hotel inspector, Isla. Yes, Isla. All right, so let's get into this. So we open up, and Zach is yo-yoing in the lobby. And I right away, Zach used a very big word, but I don't think he said it right. He said he was trying to say centri- uh, uh, centrifugal. Uh, yeah, centrifugal force. I think he said centrifugal. He might have. I think he said centrifugal force, but he yes, he meant to say centrifugal force, and uh, he tried his best. And so Zach is yo-yoing in the lobby. London wants to throw a party for Ivana because I think the reasoning was that one of her friend's dogs had a party, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so she asks, or, or she has this list of like stuff she wants, people or dogs she wants invited. And Mister Mosby's like, "I will handle it personally." And then he just hands it off to Maddie and is like, "You will handle this personally." Uh, we find out that there's a surprise inspection coming, and yes. Mister Mosby's like, uh, "Why would they send a letter if it's supposed to be a surprise or something?" And Esteban's like, "Well, it's because I forgot to give you the letter." <laughs> Yes, That's why it's the, a surprise. The quote is because the facts came two weeks ago and I forgot to yeah. give it to you. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, but we will know this is the first uh, appearance of Ivana. Oh, it is. I'm sorry. I glossed right over that. That is London's dog. And that is the first time that we've seen her. There's a lot of firsts in this episode. Yeah. Um, and again, episode seven, uh, or this was the seventh episode they shot. So there was a little bit more in terms of um, stuff that had been introduced at this point. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about more of that soon because Zach's yo-yo ends up in Mosby's mug and they kind of just run back to the suite where we get the first appearance of the house, uh, the, the housekeeper, Muriel. Yes, Muriel. Muriel. Uh, and she's stealing stuff from Carrie. She's stealing five bucks. I thought you were going to throw that away. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was... I like Muriel. I, I did not remember her until I saw her in this episode. Uh, Cody is starting to become more of his character. He's talking about the, um, because Zach and Cody have lab rats, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. And Cody is talking about all the like tests that he's going to run on the, on the, uh, on the rats. So, yeah. it, you know, Cody's starting to become more of his character. Zach is still kind of the same that he was, but Cody is starting to become more of the, the brains. Yeah. Mosby shows up and he ends up bribing the boys with tickets to the Red Sox game and dinner out. So as to keep them from ruining a hotel inspection, the hotel inspection that was mentioned earlier by Esteban. And before leaving, Zach ends up taking both his and Cody's lab rats, Bonnie and Clyde, like I said, uh, to the game against Cody's orders. Cody said, we should not do this. And he took them anyways. Uh, yeah. And this is the first appearance of their bedroom. Mm-hmm. And we see, you know, Zach has his classic camo sheets. Tyler pointed out that this is the they both have a guitar. There are two guitars in the yeah. room, which two is a yeah little hint towards their father, who we'll meet later on in this season. Uh, Zach also has a bit of a joke where he like he grabs Clyde and is like, "Oh, Bonnie, you should come too. How sexist of me!" <laughs> which was a weird uh, it was a weird joke to come out of Zach's mouth. Uh, but yeah, still. Given uh, two episodes ago, Zach said, I don't care about your yeah. girl problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, Zach is growing as a character already. He's, he's learned his lesson. Yeah. After the L- skateboard. <laughs> yeah. London has Maddie arrange a poker party as inspired by a painting of dogs playing poker. And Esteban and Mr. Mosey, like, Esteban is gluing down the vase from the first episode, which was a nice little callback. Uh, and. Esteban and Mr. Mosby get stuck together. Uh, Mr. Mosby, like, falls over. I think somebody knocks him down on their way out. I think one of the yeah. twins does. Uh, it might be... It might be... Uh, I want to say it might be London. It might have been London. Somebody knocks into him on the way out. It might have been London. Uh, get, mm-hmm. like hu- Walking away in a huff. Uh, and... She knocks into Mr. Mosby and he falls back and Esteban catches him. And Mr. Mosby's like, oh, thank you for catching me. You can let go now. And Esteban is like, I really wish I could. <laughs> he is uh, glued to uh, Mr. Mosby's arms. He says they don't call it super glue for nothing. Uh, and 
in this moment, well, okay, this doesn't happen yet. And right as like Esteban and Mr. Mosby got stuck, uh, the hotel inspector shows up, and her name. Oh, here we go. Let's try this. Isla Shikul Grubermeiger mm-hmm. uh, arrives just as the boys come back from their game, and she is not pleased with Mr. Mosby. She accuses him of putting their needs above the needs of the hotel guests because they thank him for giving them the tickets to uh, the Red Sox game when those are usually reserved for guests. And Mr. Mosby's like, oh, they're not my friends. And she's like, putting the needs of strangers over the needs of the hotel guests. And during this, Zach accidentally releases Bonnie and Clyde in the hotel lobby, which results in the rats being lost and results in Mosby getting fired by Isla, who ends up replacing him as manager of the hotel up until the Tipton Hotel Review Board arrives. Mm-hmm. So, so everything goes really over. bad. It's, it was like this sad send-off for Mosby. Yeah. As he walks out of there with no tie, no yeah. pin. Yeah. She's like, give me your tie. Give me your pin. And he's like, I feel like I have to inform you that I uh, I have to inform you that I'm wearing custom-made Tipton boxers. And she's like, dry clean them and send them back. Uh... And then we cut, and it's been a week. We have, like, a, a week passes, and Isla starts running the hotel with an iron fist. Uh, she forces Esteban to remove a non-regulation pin from him that he has in memoriam of his great-grandfather, who fought for his country's uh, independence. Yeah, real cold. She, yeah, real cold. She is very strict towards Maddie for arriving at the hotel a minute late, and she refuses to accept Zach's apology that it was his fault Mosby got tired or fired. Yeah. Saying that a manager must be responsible for everything in the hotel. And uh, she, I don't really, I don't know what this means. But on the wiki, they says that she bans him and Cody from arriving at the hotel the way they do. Which I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that means at all. I don't know what that means. I don't really think she bans them from doing anything. Um, Zach goes but, over to uh, Mosby's apartment. She also yeah? she also doesn't call uh, Maddie by her name. No, she calls her Candy Girl. Oh, it's Maddie actually, Candy Girl. <laughs> uh, Zach goes over to Mosby's apartment and attempts to apologize to him. And I think there's a meta joke here where Zach is like, "Oh, you this place is like decorated the exact same way as the lobby." And Mr. Mosby says that it was a two for one sale. So I yeah. assume that maybe they just use the set dressing from. Yeah, it's it's clearly the same, the same like layout as the Tiffin hotel rooms. Yeah, they just you know they just moved the furniture around or whatever into a different uh, into a different set. Uh, he is told by Mosby that although he accepts the apology, he can't do anything about it. Like there's nothing that can be done. And Zach destroys Mr. Mosby's one one hundredth scale Tipton replica, which is unfortunate. It looked good, and I just knew Zach was going to ruin it. <laughs> uh, that night, Zach is talking to his mother about how he feels bad, and he finds Bonnie and Clyde very easily. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde just show up in the in the room, and boom, there we go. Uh, You're back. Yeah, Cody, he wakes Cody up and Cody is relieved that they were found before London's dog party the next day. And Zach is like, yeah, that's the kind of thing that would get a manager fired. Oh, wait. Uh, hang on a second. Great idea, Cody. What idea did I have? You know, it didn't come from Cody, but 
that's that Zach is like, yeah, that's a great idea. Then we get another one of their famous plans. Yes, yes, we get to see another one of their famous plans. So during the party, Zach causes large amounts of chaos in the hotel room. So first, I think it's Cody. It's really hard to tell with them at this age, but I think it's Cody that invites the Cat Lovers Convention to the hotel. And Zach hacks into the computer system to change everyone's rooms, right? Which is weird. Right? It doesn't yeah. seem right. That seems opposite. But it might, I feel like it might be the opposite, but if I, I mean, granted, they look, they're twins. Yeah. But I'd I tell by their face, they're wearing hats. And I felt like yeah. that was Zach, though, on the computer. So did I. I felt like by his voice, too, it sounded more like Zach. Mm-hmm. But again, it's really hard to tell, especially in these early seasons. I feel like by on deck, it's much easier to tell, but um, yeah, they've got Cody's a little a little skinnier, Zach's yeah, a bit heftier. They got yeah. kind of different hairstyles. Yeah, but right now they're pretty close, like looking. So it's kind of hard to tell which one's which. Maybe that'll be interesting. I I wonder if by like the end of season one, we'll be able to tell them apart really easily. Since we were just watching the whole thing, you know? Okay, uh, they also break the check-in computer somehow. Like, whenever Esteban tries to hit a button, a picture of a koala bear pops up on the screen. Those boys are crafty. Yeah. Uh, and then the boys work with Esteban and Muriel to get Mosby back to the Tipton. And Esteban pretends to be drowning. Muriel pretends that there are apes. She's like, get your hands off me, you filthy apes. Like a reference to Planet of the Apes. Uh... And the boys pretend that there's like a riot going on. <laughs> they then yeah, let the, the rats mob. free. Yeah, the mob. <laughs> it's an angry mob. And uh, they then let the rats free in the lobby again. And they like start. There's like a, a chase between the cats from the lovers convention and the dogs from the Ivana's from Ivana's party. Yeah, I should clarify. Uh... The, the cats rats? from the cat lovers convention, not the cats from the lovers convention. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. The, the cats chase the rats. Uh, luckily, uh, Zach was on the other side waiting to catch the rats again. Maybe it was Cody. I don't remember. One of them. But, so the, the cats chase the rats, and then around the corner, they see the dogs run back around the corner. Now the dogs are chasing the cats. It's just pandemonium. Everything is bad. Mm-hmm. And then, just as everything gets to its peak of chaos, Mr. Mosby arrives, and also the member uh, members of the Tipton Hotel Review Board arrive. I think the um, Tipton Hotel Review Board arrives a couple seconds before Mr. Mosby. Yeah, they arrive first. And then Mr. Mosby arrives, and in, like, a couple seconds, he's got the hotel under control. He's like, stop, dogs! And all the dogs just stop, sit! And Maddie walks up and sits. <laughs> uh, or, like, she kneels, and he gets the dogs to, like, go back to the party, and... Uh, He's giving out like gift baskets and hotel upgrades. So the guy from the last episode from the hotel or from the elevator, he gives him uh, a free dinner. He gives this woman, uh, he upgrades his suite. And then the last guy, he gives free tickets to hairspray. Mm -hmm. And he's like speaking speaking in all their languages. Yeah. Well, so he's speaking. I I don't know what like it it, it was an Asian language uh, to the to the guy from the elevator he was speaking uh, french to the the woman's the french woman i don't know what mm-hmm. he was speaking to the last guy but he speaks in this other language and they think the other guy's like thanks he's like <laughs> cool cool awesome <laughs> uh 
The review board fires Isla, can admit, uh, admonishing her for her, her inability to control the hotel, although Isla calls it a circus, and they uh, she calls Mosby crazy to run the Tipton. And Mosby is invited back to the hotel. Uh, the review board does the, like, give us your, your hat or whatever. Whatever she, they ask her for the tie. The... Her, her badge. Yeah. Uh, something she had in her pocket and then the her pen. pen, which she's kind of stabbed into his hand. Yeah. And everyone celebrates as she leaves, even though doorman gives, like, a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Mosby later finds out, like, two seconds later, he finds out about the boy's plan to get him to return and thanks them for what they did, even though they almost trashed the hotel. And then he tries to get them out of the ho- out, out for the health inspector by offering to send them to New York. Uh, and then during the credits, Maddie is dressed up as a dog at Ivana's party and wins a game of poker against her guests. And that's the episode. Yeah, it is. And I, I thought it was a really good episode. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought they kind of had hit their stride at this point. Mm-hmm. We'll see with the next episode because it was supposed to be the pilot, what that is like. But I feel like this episode, they definitely hit, like at this point, have hit their stride. Um, oh, there was one other thing I was going to bring up. Uh, I think Isla comes back, is what I was yeah, going to bring up. I feel up. like she does. I feel like she comes back. Uh, I don't remember when, but we got introduced to Muriel. Uh, we saw the bedroom for the first time. Saw Ivana. Yeah. Uh, I think we've seen the doorman before. I don't know if they called him by his name yet. Because I think I he has think a name. So. I feel like I know his name, but I don't know if they've said it yet. I'm hoping soon-ish. I won't lie, I'm hoping soon-ish Arwen is introduced. Because I really like him. I feel like it's soon. I feel like it's soon. But I am. Uh, I am hoping that it is. In fact, soon. Uh, you got anything you want to say about the episode before we collect data? Uh, well, I did mention uh, we weren't recording then, but I did mention that um, when he said send them to New York, we both kind of were surprised because we just yes. assumed it was in New York. Yeah. Even though they mentioned the Boston Red Sox. Before. Yeah, that's. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> and uh, so they're in Massachusetts. They're in Boston. Yeah. The hotel, the exterior is are using shots of Hotel Vancouver, which I assume is in Canada. Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's in Vancouver. So there's that. There's that little tidbit. Yeah. And obviously, like I said, the tank you stinking paws off me, you dirty ape, which was the reference to Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. And obviously Bonnie and Clyde being a reference to um Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow, the 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 infamous thieves of the Great Depression. Um, there's a great movie about that um, on Netflix called Oh God, I don't know what it's called, but it's not about them. It's about the people that hunted them down. Oh, it's Oh God. Oh no, now this is gonna bug me. It was really good. I watched it last year. It was. Uh, I'm gonna look up my letterbox really quick and look at it because it's bugging me that I can't pull it. It was the Highwaymen, I think. Oh, I think okay. it was the Highwaymen. Uh, list twenty nineteen movies seen somewhere on here, probably closer to the bottom. Yeah, the Highwaymen. It was pretty good. Has uh, Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner in the leads. So, anyways, yeah, that's our show. Uh, we got some uh, data to collect, so why don't we do that? Uh, what do you think was? Uh, or sorry, uh, we start with the rating. Um. What would you give this episode out of five? 
Mm. I'll give it a five. I like it. I really like this episode. Yeah, I'm also giving it a five. I think that was the uh this was the hit for me. This was the first knocked it out of the park. Nothing in there, you know, laughing the whole time. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh yeah. what do you think was the funniest bit in the episode? Mm, funniest bit. Uh, hold on, that's a good question. Let yeah, I'm kind of looking back down through the recap. It's tough. It's not the funniest bit, but I really like uh Mr. Mosby uh, going for the handshake with Isla and then, like, you know, pulling it away. Yeah, psych! Okay, yeah, and I... I think my my favorite bit was just the whole Esteban getting stuck to Mr. Mosby. Yeah, yes, that's really good. I also would have picked the drowning. Oh, that was also really good, yeah. Uh, Yeah, okay, so that's that's the data. Uh, You got anything else you want to say before I wrap this up? Uh, hmm. Well, we haven't seen uh Max and Tapeworm in a while. No, but I think we will coming up. Mm-hmm. I think it's episode seven. Yeah, something like that. Because I think the next episode is the pilot. I think the episode after that is Arwen's introduction, and then I think we see them back in the one after that. Mm-hmm. No, that's about it. That's all I got. All right. So. Now that I have asked you that question and you said you had nothing else to say, I'm going to throw it right back to you. Tyler, where can the listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler, Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R-T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. That's where I retweet anime and complain about life and thirst for fictional characters, (laughs) specifically Madam M. Again, still doing it. Still doing it. Not Jesse anymore? Well, I'm on chapter 12 and that's... (laughs) That's a heavy chapter, I'm sure. <laughs> so that train's going to end real soon. Uh, the, the simping can continue. Simping is internal. but Simping is internal. Yeah, you know, um, they don't need to be alive. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. What I mean... Is that there's still a bunch of chapters before then in the game. Uh, okay. You could just go replay the one where you go meet her parents. Yeah, true. Over and over and over again. Uh, so uh, that's my Twitter. Uh, I also run a common writer podcast with our mutual friend Mike called Ride or Die. You can find us on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast. And there you'll find our anchor link, which is anchor.fm forward slash writer hyphen die. There's a hyphen in there. It's important. Don't forget to type that hyphen. And uh, we watch and recap episodes of Common Rider, starting with Common Rider Double. And uh, we're about one-fourth of the way through. So, still got some ways to go. But that's me. Where can people find you, Sean? Follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. You guys can also check me out on the Into the Grid podcast. That is a podcast I do with our mutual friend Mike, who is obviously on Ride or Die. And uh, we watch and recap episodes of the Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, so that's at Go Into the Grid on Twitter. You guys can also catch me out on the Marcos Movie Blog podcast feed. That's just at Movie Blog Mark on Twitter. I do a bunch of stuff over there, and yeah, that's that's uh, that's most of the stuff that I do. I think anything else that I do can just you know you'll find it on my Twitter feed. Mm-hmm, 
And you guys, thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Trouble at Tipton on Twitter. Like I said, that is at Trouble at Tipton on Twitter. We host the show on Anchor. That is Trouble at the Tipton on Anchor with no spaces. Trouble at the Tipton. And you guys can also find the show on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Thank you guys for listening. And join us next time on the 23rd floor when we watch the next episode of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. This is the sweet.